Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So much at stake in week 18 of the NFL season. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Nothing more... Then the Bills and the Dolphins, Perloff, they put it on Sunday night because they know this is a massive one. And the wild swing of where the winner of this game ends up is pretty unreal. The winner goes to the two seed in the AFC, gets a home playoff game. The loser could go down to the six seed, have to go on the road to face the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. There's a lot at stake for both of these teams. I think there's way more at stake for your Buffalo Bills. Well, I mean, they could be the sixth seed or they could be home. Well, and Miami has already clinched a playoff spot. Right. So but, I I think the incentive is much more on Buffalo's side. I just want to take this one step further. Okay. Because, of course, like whoever wins or loses on Sunday night, that's a big deal. However, there is more to the story here when it comes to the Buffalo Bills. If they lose this game and if they don't get help from Jacksonville or Pittsburgh to get them into the playoffs – there is going to be and should be whole-scale changes in Buffalo. And by that, I mean you have already done as much as you can do with this particular group. This is the kind of weird thing we wonder, how could a coach get fired if you just won 10 games or 11 games? This is how it happens because the bar is so high for this team, and they've done what they can do with this group. If you can't get it done this year, and believe me, I don't think anyone, any of the true Bills fans are expecting anything massive, even if they do get into the playoffs, you have to. You owe it to this team, to Josh Allen in his prime, to shake this up and try a different tack. So you really want the Pagulas to pick a new coach? Well, I don't trust the Pagulas, but I mean, I have no no choice. They own the team. Uh, Well, that's my point. I would just stick with the Sean McDermott experience. What Are you complaining about double-digit wins every single season and despite a million injuries still being in the playoff hunt? Uh, and also, what's their record since they switched off? got rid of Ken Dorsey, who they did everything you wanted them to do. Yeah. They're, they're running the ball. They got rid of Ken Dorsey. Well, they went away from that. Well, they've been running it lately, haven't they? I well, think on They the set- did against the Cowboys, then they went away from it against the Chargers and against the Patriots. They went well, anyway, they they've been winning at a high rate since since Joe Brady got in there as the OC. They've been they're one of the best teams in the league. So, I think you can point to the season and the injury. Again, I know injuries is, is an excuse. I think you just need to get a modern offense, get some good receivers. Sorry, Diggs is gone. Get two good receivers in there, fix Josh Allen, keep Sean McDermott and fix the offense. Now, 
Is that the same old song? Well, that's it. I mean, you're <laughs> you're talking about run it back. Then I mean, you can change well, no, no, out. like uh, amp up the offense. Okay, but they would say they do that. That in some ways it's the problem because you find you fall in love with these explosive plays. Do you need explosive plays to win? Absolutely. Do you have a quarterback who's got an incredible arm and is this incredible talent? Sure, but it's not like to say it's working. You haven't won a Super Bowl. And you yeah, got but to the there's AFC. 31 other teams who are not going to win a Super Bowl. Okay, but you're talking about not all those 31 other teams have the quarterback they have and have the expectations that they have. And you know what happened? This team got old. And they got old on defense. And it's going to take a lot to sort of change this and 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 recycle in some new mm. blood here. And the defense, having a defensive-minded head coach, when you have a quarterback like Josh Allen, I think will always cause tension and friction. Okay. And I'm not saying that Josh Allen and Sean McDermott don't get along. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying the philosophies of Sean McDermott, he is, I know they fired the offensive coordinator, but he's pretty set in his ways on a lot of things. And he's the head coach. He might deserve to be. But this this thing, you got to shake up the snow globe here because Josh Allen is expensive right now. He's only getting more expensive. And I kind of liken it a little bit to, and forgive me for this one, because I know Josh Allen isn't Michael Jordan, the all-amazing, all-knowing guy who never missed a shot in his entire career. But they did have to make the switch, even when they were a good team and the Bulls were going to the playoffs, they still had to make a switch from Doug Collins to Phil Jackson, and it ended up working. Oh, God. I'm just saying, <laughs> teams that are good. But what about Magic getting Westhead fired? What are you talking about here? This is You cannot bring up Jordan. Yes, I can. Josh Allen's good, but he's not that good. Listen, I get it. Maybe Nobody your expectations for Josh Michael Allen Jordan. are a little too high. I don't think so. He's not. I, I think it, he's a Super Bowl. Like there's, you could say Josh Allen's a disappointment if he never went to Super Bowl. Maybe, but maybe I, I mean, don't know. He's. I watched him play this year. He's definitely not that great. See, that's the problem. <laughs> but he it, actually is that great. Is what, he? Yes. What is, is going, he? He's a great off. runner. I, I literally asked Maggie the same question yesterday. <laughs> he's a great runner. No, you see, this is how I, I got to be honest. Like you guys are tripping on this. Like you, you're not understanding here to blame this on Josh Allen. Like, could he have a little more touch on the ball? Uh, does everything have to be a hundred miles an hour? You know, the interceptions, I get that, but you don't find this kind of talent all the time. And if you waste this in a place like Buffalo, where free agents aren't dying to go here, guys, this is, it's a hard, it can at times be a hard place to make the Pro Bowl. There's things about this market that make it difficult. You have to play potentially a, a certain style because the, the next stadium is going to be outdoors. There's all these oh, things. That I'm paying for with my tax dollars, by the way. Anyway, so for why you. are they making it indoors? Why no aren't idea. they, anyway? I have no idea. But here's the thing about it. If you don't make the playoffs and if you don't win the Super Bowl this year, you've got to shake things up. And they'll say, double-digit wins. How could you? Talk to a Cowboy fan about this. Talk to a Cowboy fan about this. Talk to a Green Bay Packer fan who at least you got one with Aaron Rodgers, but you watch that team double-digit win, double-digit win, and it's a disappointment that Rodgers era because he only won one, and the Bills don't even have a Super Bowl appearance with Josh Allen. And I say that Patrick Mahomes is like Michael Jordan where he's going to keep guys from winning titles, but here you have him in this weird limbo this year. You don't think the Chiefs are going to retool and get better on offense? Yeah, you don't I think be- that Miami is going to be a threat next year? No, I don't. But I think the thing about Josh, Josh Allen is in the Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts 
Like he's going to be a threat while he's young and can run the ball. But that's now. Yeah, I know that's <laughs> now. But th- those guys aren't winning the Super Bowl. Like his style. I think you're overrating your quarterback a little bit. He's a very good quarterback to me. And I might be in the minority here. He's not a Super Bowl or bust quarterback. He's not like Dan Marino. He's one of the faces of the league. Yeah, but there's a lot of faces of the league. Like where I think he's actually this year. I, it's funny because he's in the MVP race and he does everything. He's the most valuable player on the team. He's obviously the entire offense. But I think he's slowly inching backwards in the quarterback rankings. See, I think that's people are, the team's fault. That's nah, because- but he's led the league in interceptions basically every year. I mean, he's not. He's not. He's been the same quarterback. He's a big play guy. He's a real threat with his legs, especially in the red zone. But he's not. I'm sorry, he's not elite, elite, all-time elite. That has to also be on the team to figure mm. out how to use this Scud missile in the right way. I mean, it's similar to me to Lamar Jackson. Like, you, you're you playing with fire when you're run, running your quarterback that much, but you got to do it to win games, and it hasn't hasn't taken you over the top like Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are very different quarterbacks. Like, Patrick Mahomes... You know that dude's winning Super Bowls. Where Josh Allen, it's got to be the right time and the right place. And I don't think they're wasting their opportunity. They're getting 11, 12, 13 wins and giving them a chance in the playoffs every year. If you get rid of McDermott, I feel like that could fall off a cliff and you could have seven wins, eight wins. You cannot be afraid of that. That is loser energy. It's loser energy. It's a loser lament to say it's good enough just to win double-digit, you know, have double-digit win seasons with Josh Allen. You're letting everyone off the hook there. But you get into the tournament. Like, you have a shot. They had a shot a couple years ago with the 13-second game. Like, they're in that mix. And last year, I mean, come on. You you can't blame Sean McDermott. A dude died and came back to life, and all sorts of catastrophes happened. And then this year, you have all sorts of injuries. Like, they clearly need to retool the roster. I I think Sean McDermott's shown he can win. If you fix some of these problems, if you get a little younger on defense, a little more, I don't know, consistent and and a little more explosive at wide receiver, then I think you're right in the mix right here. They are already over the salary cap for next year. This is a team that is spent. There is not a lot of wiggle room here. This is what happens. You can work around something like the salary cap. Well, everyone's already restructured 100 times. So I I don't really know. Think about all the guys who were out there this year where they could have added. You don't think DeAndre Hopkins would have been a good addition to this team? Mm. I mean, hell, Stephon Diggs, that's basically why he left training camp, allegedly. And why he was so ticked off is because the team told him we were going to go after DeAndre Hopkins, and then they they changed their mind. Maybe maybe get someone a little younger and faster in there. A few guys. You're talking about one year. We're talking about not giving them, you know, a five year deal. Yeah, no, honest. Hopkins is not my answer to that. Don't bring it. First of all, Diggs is already old. You don't need another old receiver. You need to bring in two speedsters, and then you have Kincaid and Dawson Knox in the middle, and then all of a sudden you've committed to the run like you've been asking them to. They have been running the ball much better. James Cook's a much bigger part of this offense. Feels like they they kind of done the second half of the season everything that you've been yelling at them to do. Well, if they do not make it to the playoffs, and to be frank, if they don't win the Super Bowl. Oh, God. If they don't Listen, win the Super Bowl. you guys kill me when I get too negative about the team, and now you're killing me because I actually have expectations on the team. Like, you got to pick your, you got to pick what lane you want for me. Because it, to say Josh Allen is not an elite quarterback is false. He's an elite quarterback, but he's not like him not making the Super Bowl is a reason to fire your coach. I mean, to me. He, yes, has, it has is. He, has he looked elite the last five weeks? I mean, 
look at those passing stats that he's been putting up. It's, EJ, I, that's what I'm saying. He is an elite talent. You have to. This falls on the coaching staff. Elite. Well, what do you think Josh Allen's going to be? I mean, you say you bring a in. A Super Bowl winning quarterback. You want to know why? Because yeah. I'm old enough to remember last year when the Bills were not only the Super Bowl favorite going into the year, but he was the MVP favorite. You can't just say all of a sudden now, he, he didn't have a knock on wood. He didn't have a catastrophic knee injury. He's the same. Yeah. Yet all of a sudden now, it's just you got It's y'all. You guys got fickle about Josh Allen, and you're jumping off the bandwagon. He's still elite talent. I want yeah. him over anybody in that building. Yeah, I feel Literally. like you fire Sean McDermott, bring in Kellen Moore, and go 8-9 and, nine and uh, have a great time. This is such Moore. an opportunity. The AFC East is wide open. It's much different. I mean, the Pats are terrible. The Jets are terrible. The Dolphins obviously can't stay healthy. I think this. you do not, you know, you come back next year. You've had terrible health like this year. I think you have a great chance. Are you really ready to rip the Band-Aid and start all over right now? If they don't make it, 100%. What do you mean, if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, you're saying? (laughs) Oh, God. You're telling me they're the hottest team in the NFL. Now you're laughing at me when I say Super Bowl. Bowl. Well, they're going to have to go into Baltimore. Yeah, I know. Give me Allen for and, Lamar. By the way, like let's there, go pound for pound. I think there are a lot of people who think that they could go into into Baltimore and win. Just the fact that you're this good and this close right now, it's like you're going to totally change course if you don't make it. Yeah, because I'm going to be on this hamster wheel of just good enough for a long time. Eight five five, and that's because of the quarterback. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. A lot at stake this week. Yeah, the other thing, too, I don't understand, and you can explain it to me because you're the negative. Why is the spread two and a half? There is literally, there's not a single healthy player on the entire Dolphins roster. Look, Tyreek Hill hasn't caught a touchdown in a month. (laughs) Jalen Waddell, when Waddell wasn't out there against Baltimore, Baltimore just dominated them defensively. Most are questionable. The entire defense is either on IR or questionable. So what's going on here? Why is everyone worried because it's in Miami? Well, it's in Miami, and I think that, when, when the money actually has to come out of your wallet and you do want to bet and that's where these spreads are made, I think people look at the Bills and say, all right, they might be winning, but they don't look great. Well, they've been winning really, really close games, all too. All season. Yeah. Except, well, for they, that, except for that Cowboys game. And and that's the, what and everybody the, saw they, on Sunday night. They actually blew out a fully healthy Dolphins team. We've also seen a that very... September. We've seen a bad Dolphins team against good teams. Yeah, the Cowboys, they, they look good, but they... They lost to my Eagles and got pushed around the field when they had their players. Now, Tyreek Hill, I don't think – watch him in practice. I guess he's not really running in practice. He's obviously yeah. – that's the whole thing with him. And and you've seen the last three weeks when he's not destroying your team, what do they got? Yeah, but who's practicing hard at this point Well, I'm just saying, season? look at his numbers this year. It's actually quite alarming. Oh, boy. Since his ankle injury, like, it's just not the same team. That ankle injury was so weird wasn't it? It's like he's there, he's standing on the sideline. It yeah. never made any sense. And then he came back and looked fast again, but that, that I mean, I'm sorry, the Dolphins are brittle. The the chat has created some nicknames for me this morning. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Pine Needle says, I'm Maggie the Upstate Quake. What? Did I come in a little hard this morning? I'm also, Spencer Seek says, I'm the Binghamton Bomber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. That's a good one. What do we like better, Binghamton Bomber or Upstate Quake? Binghamton. I go Upstate. I, I like I like rhyming. Yeah. Does that rhyme though? Yeah, Upstate Quake. Close e- enough. EJ, according to Pine Needle, you're the mic drop Nickster. This I'll sounds take it. like the Wu Tang name generator. Do you guys know that? <laughs> yeah, that's how Childish Gambino got his name. Yeah, I'm the incitable, insane genius. 
Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. Do you know your woo name? No, but I didn't know that's how Childish Gambino got his name. I've oh, always yeah. wondered that story. Yeah. That's literally how he got his name. Okay, yeah. in the break, we're all doing our woo name Let's generators. EJ, you have to know yours. You're wearing a woo shirt yesterday. Oh, I haven't done it in a long time. Can you get different ones? Uh, Probably. Maybe. 855-212-4CBS. Okay, that's just one of the 1,000 things that are at stake in the NFL in Week 18. That would be the Buffalo Bills and whether they even make it into the playoffs and then what they do from there. I don't think you should be able to be a Bills fan if they lose, basically, I, I, because you're just so negative on the team. Uh, I've abandoned my Eagles. I'm a realist. I know they're not good this year. You Obviously, they just, want to become a Chiefs fan. You're the yeah, worst kind I'm of I'm actually, I've already changed my opinion on that. I've become a Texans fan since we last talked. <laughs> I'm a full-on Houston Texans fan. But I'm realistic about the Eagles. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to fire Nick Sirianni just because they're going to lose in the first round. I you might want to. <laughs> no way. Sirianni's great. I, I don't understand this. Fire the coaching. What franchise firing firing the coach is always the 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 rally cry, but it doesn't work. You I think just stability works. Super Bowl last year. I don't yeah. really want to hear from you because well, you did this and your team won a Super Bowl in 2017. I don't want to hear from you. You and I are not in the same place. Ah, uh, that that's why the energy is so different. Okay, you have not. Yeah, I'm completely relaxed as a football fan. You are well, the opposite. I, you might be relaxed. You're also everything wrong. With it's fandom. A little, it's a fake. Yes. It's just all smoke and mirrors. But I'm literally the only person in this room who even has conscious memory of winning a championship because yeah. you guys' teams all stink. I then know. you wanted to abandon your team yesterday. I know. Yeah. I'm not abandoning them. It's oh, just not our year. Them. You abandon them. You I like them next year. Oh, I'm all I, in next year. Can I root for the Chiefs? <laughs> no, I'm, I told you. I, that was okay. That was weak to pick the Chiefs. Now I'm picking the Texans if they can beat the Colts. <laughs> Yikes. 855-212-4CBS. Okay, more on the line, including um, situation in Dallas. We will get to that and what's at stake for the Dallas Cowboys outside of an NFC East title. So much to do. Glad you're here. 855-212-4CBS. It's Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Stream the NFL and Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. This is now officially a Houston Texans fan show. <laughs> Saturday night, Texans, primetime, first non-one o'clock game of the year for the Houston Texans. We, I think it's, ama- it's amazing we don't talk about this more. Did anyone think the Texans were going to be good? I was on the bail. I thought they were going to be the worst team in the league. I can't believe how good they are. I have D'Amico Ryan's coach of the year, CJ Stroud, rookie of the year. This is my AFC team now. I'm losing... I, How but, big of you? you I'm, were I'm go dumping with the, Chiefs. the Chiefs. I'm dumping the Chiefs and, <laughs> and picking the Texans. The, well, now, the Texans. But yeah. actually, and if the Texans lose to the Colts, then I might pick up the Colts, who are also <laughs> a miracle. Uh, the the AFC South and the NFC South keep delivering these odd, odd results, these odd teams. It's going to be a wild, wild weekend, mainly because of those two divisions, and I love it. We get the Saturday night. The uh, it's the Colts are a one point favorite. Yeah, no. Colts are favored by one. I think it's in Indy. It's, it, Crazy game, and whatever happens with that game obviously has a direct impact the next day when the Jaguars go to play the Tennessee Titans. Now, Tennessee has absolutely nothing to play for except for draft like um, situation, like their oh. their draft slot. Sorry, the Texans are one and a half point favorites now. I'm sorry. Yeah. So 
but like so whoever wins that game needs help right because they need the Jags to lose and then they can win the division that AFC South division the Jags go to play the Titans the Titans have nothing to play for and in fact should should lose would help their draft status like they're a five-win team right now maybe they they're they're picking seventh if the playoff if the draft was today they might be able to get up to like four or something yeah. if they lose but you don't think Mike Vrabel yeah. is doing the right thing here. <laughs> Good luck at Mike Vrabel a tank. You kidding me? That guy would chew glass and <laughs> beat up your grandma to win a game. And also, too, he's he's not on the hot seat necessarily, but it does seem like there's a lot, a lot of smoke that he's on his way out of Tennessee. They don't love him. He doesn't want to be there anymore. Maybe he'll go to New England, his former team. Jason Lacafour reported the Bears might trade for him, and he feels like the perfect Bears coach. And Vrabel came out and said, I'm going to have this team so fired up. It's a division game. Yeah, I, I don't think coaches think like that. I don't think that they they look at the tankathon like we do, that website that lists the draft order. I don't even think it enters his mind. It might not for the coaches, and I certainly would admit it if I were a coach because then you kind of call into question the whole validity of the league. But, I mean, the general manager has to be thinking about it. The owner has to be thinking about it. And what's funny about Vrabel is I thought he kind of won a power struggle because they fired the general manager and kept him last mm-hmm. year. But now they do have a new general manager. Would that person want a new head coach? And also, if you're going to trade for Vrabel, if you're the Bears, you have a defensive coach in Eberflus. You're going to trade for another defensive coach in Mike Vrabel. Is he that much better than Eberflus? Think about the Bears, though. Who is the ultimate coach in Chicago history? Obviously, Ditka. Right. Who is the closest version to Mike Ditka? I would say either Dan Campbell or Mike Vrabel. Yeah, so well, Campbell, I mean, they're both tight ends. Yeah, I well, and he also he's big and loud and talks with a. But Vrabel has a lot of that tough guy Midwestern Bears. We're gonna run down your throat. I think. I mean, come on, we all know Vrabel is an upgrade over Eberflus. <laughs> He I is, think a big listen, upgrade. I'm gonna be honest. Mike Vrabel had the number one seed, and they lost to the Bengals at home. They had Ryan Tannehill a quarterback. They paid Ryan Tannehill. They were all on board with Ryan Tannehill. Well, just you talk about guys who tank. Watch any mic'd up Mike Vrabel. That dude is so intense and he wants to win so badly. There's just no way he tanks. In fact, that game is so dangerous uh, for the Jags because the Titans, I think, will go all out. So there's a couple, there's like three different scenarios where we're setting up what I want to call the Lovey Smith situation. Yeah. <laughs> Remember I love it. last year, Lovey Smith. Knew he wasn't going to be back as the Texans head coach. What they went all out. They won a game in overtime, right? And in it was that crazy Davis. It was a comeback, and Davis yeah. Mills threw the Steve Young to Terrell Owens <laughs> touchdown. It was was a miraculous touchdown of all time. <laughs> yes, that's how I remember it as well. And it ended up knocking the Texans out of the number one overall pick spot and gave that to the Bears. Now it ended up working out really well for the Texans because CJ Stroud looks like the best quarterback from the draft so far, but still it was a major like mistake, if you will, by the organization because <laughs> you know, so we call that the Lovey Smith situation. There's three of those this weekend. One is what you talked about with Mike Vrabel and the Titans. Like they I, should lose. No, guys. come on. It's between seven and four is not one and two in last year's draft. I'm just saying it would probably help the team to lose, but you're not sure the coach is gonna be on board. Uh, the Patriots and the Jets. No, 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 no. And that Ron is... Rivera and the Commanders. You've got three coaches who could be on their way out, and it would be better for the organization that's about to potentially fire them or trade them that they lose this game. But for the coach and them in their, you know, for them personally, they want to win the game. But it feels like a much different scenario in the sense that the Jets Patriots game, like how bad do you have to play? Like 
you Bill Belichick would have to use every power he has to get that team to lose to the Jets. I mean, it's so different. Lovey Smith beat a team that was way better than him. It's a totally different scenario. And Belichick doesn't even understand the concept of tanking. I mean, they're talking about Rabel's the same way. These guys are and Lovey Smith. There's just no way that the Patriots, even if they want to lose this game, how do you do that? How do you lose to Trevor Simeon? Well, what is the strategy? Are you going to run it into your own end zone? You go down to the fourth-string guys. Four, they're at the fourth-string guys. Bailey Zappi's the quarterback. I mean, what are you doing here? They've also won, was it 15 in a row against the Jets? Is that it, EJ? 15 in a row. So you could say the Jets are due. <laughs> and that's going to be a snow game too, right? Yes. So that, yeah. that should help keep the scoring down. That makes losing easier. Oh, I'll man. tell you, and Ron Rivera, same thing. They're playing against the Cowboys. Cowboys have a ton to play for, and this is a big spread. But say Ron Rivera, who's likely to get fired. I mean, they could deliver the commanders the number two overall pick. Patriots could have the number two overall pick. There's a lot on the line this weekend, There's, not just for playoffs. The commanders gave up on their season a month ago. There is zero fight left in that team. Literally, fact, they won this game last year. The yeah. literal same thing. They were dead in the water last year, and they beat the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my God. There is... That, talking about a game that's not a game, Washington, if you watch Washington lately, they have no interest in being there. There's well, I think the first half nothing. against San Francisco, they play pretty well. Oh, my. Okay. First of all, and what's the latest on is Brissett? He's out, right? So, yeah, it's Sam Howell. Yeah. Okay. Good luck on that one. This is, this is not. And the other thing, too, we're talking about the, the key thing here in this draft is number one. Then there's a cliff. To me, it's Caleb Williams. Like, who cares if you're two, three, four, or five? Is, it, is there a huge difference between Drake May, Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix? I think it's a crapshoot after Caleb, to me. It might be, but you don't want to have to use assets to trade up for any of those guys. Yeah. Say you do fall in love with it. Like, I'd rather be sitting at two than four or five, and I can just do what I want. So if you're the GM, what would you tell Mike Vrabel? You know the drill, Mike. He does not. <laughs> he does. Is here with Read headlines. the quotes. He could stop curse. He would curse out a reporter. Even suggested that they and, maybe take their foot off the gas. And what do you always tell me about coaches when they're talking into a microphone? Yeah, they are not my, lying. Not Mike Vrabel. That dude. <laughs> yes. This applies to everybody, but Mike Vrabel. Yeah, no, no. There's the two friend. guys who are yeah. incapable of lying: Mike Vrabel and Dan Campbell. Those guys. Those guys are lying. If you look like you could still put on a helmet and get out there, then you're probably not lying. So, guys, their first meeting didn't happen last month because they twisted ankles. So, last night in San Antonio, the first time we had Giannis versus Wemby, the Bucks and Spurs tied at 121 in the final minute in San Antonio. Back to Giannis. Left wing. Tie game. 56 seconds to go. Giannis with a ferocious slam right in the face of Kelton Johnson with a foul as a cherry on top. Dave Kane on Bucks Radio. The three-point play put Milwaukee ahead, but Victor Webinyama wasn't done yet. The screen, the drive. Oh, it's knocked away by Webinyama. Knocked away by Webinyama. Kevin Harlan on TNT. <laughs> Didn't Wemby throw a dunk off the glass? Did he throw? He did a lot himself? of things last night. He was doing things I'd never seen before on a basketball court yeah. last night. He th- did he did he do it once or twice where he threw it off the backboard and then dunked it? Did that once another time? Brought the ball down the floor himself, went behind his back, and then left hand dunked on somebody in it transition. Brooke, I think it was Brook Lopez. Who's yeah, like it was Brook Lopez. Guys, do you realize what's going on now? We're back. We're back on the Wembenyama Rookie of the Year train yeah. and Perloff having to drive to San Antonio to apologize to Some him. of us were never off the train. Well, it got a little dark there for a second. <laughs> well, I mean, no, you listen to him. He he makes it dark. <laughs> Reality wasn't dark. Well, I said this morning to you, I'm like, you realize Chet Hungren's a heavy favorite. You're like, what? 
And then we looked at the Vegas odds, and Chet Holmgren's still a heavy favorite. The Thunder can't lose a basketball game, and the Spurs are, are challenging the worst record in NBA history. What are know, we doing here? But we're talking about Wemby throwing it off the backboard to himself mm-hmm. and dunking. Yeah, I know, better. but they, they're five That's and twenty nine. Like five wins. They're five and twenty nine. Can you honestly give if they have the same numbers and Victor Wembanyama has ten wins and Chet Holmgren has sixty five wins or whatever? I mean, it's, it's going to be hungry. And I'm going to use the power of this microphone to reignite the injustice <laughs> that is someone getting drafted, sitting out the year, and still being eligible for rookie of the year the next year when you've had NBA trainers, NBA lifestyle, all the things to get acclimated to the league. He's not a rookie. Chet Holger, this is year two. Okay. And I'm going to say that once a day from now to eternity. Well, if you do say that, you can't get on that. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder bandwagon, like the rest of us, because that is that's another Maggie and Perloff show team. Is there anyone who does not love no, that team? I'm on the Kings bandwagon still. Okay. I haven't abandoned them like you have. Like the Beam, are they still doing that? Sorry, bogus. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Wemby had the block, but to prolong a loss only a 125-121 Bucks win. Giannis finished with 44 points, 14 boards, seven assists. Wemby had 27, nine boards and five blocks. Nikola Jokic banked in a 40-footer at the buzzer to get the Nuggets a 130-127 win at the Warriors. Denver closed that game on a 25-4 run to erase an 18-point hole. Pearl, if you don't mind, uh, I'll be the transfer portal guy today. Ohio State just landed one of the best available QBs, getting a commit from K-State's Will Howard. 12-5 and five over the last two seasons as a starter, including the 2022 Big 12 title. A lot of pressure on that dude. Mm-hmm. Well, also, wasn't he going to go to USC? What happened visited to that? Visited USC, visited Miami, so the Hurricanes missed out again on a Well, look, they're all going to take that Miami trip. They all want to go to LIV, Fontainebleau, all the all the spots in <laughs> yeah. South Beach, and then they're going to just go to somewhere else, which is what keeps happening. I mean, I think two things happen with Ohio. Obviously, Ohio State's the number one destination for a quarterback, and uh, Cam Ward declared for the NFL, probably idiotically, and Devin Brown looked so bad in the bowl game that they mm-hmm. had no that they had to pony up the money. This these are clear just financial transactions. Ohio State's like here's the two million, come here. Well, you say that everyone would obviously want to go to Ohio State. I mean, yeah. don't you also want to play for Lincoln Riley? I mean, that yeah, gets but, you, that gets you drafted number one overall. And I guess going to Ohio State gets you drafted number two. But you know what I'm saying? There's still there should be in theory competition there from USC. Uh, yeah, but Ohio, I for some reason I feel like Ohio State's the premier job for because you have all those. I think Abuka might come back to Ohio State next year is the new rumor. So you have superstar receivers, and you have Ryan Day as a coach. Yeah, you're right. Lake O'Reilly's a good coach too, but isn't like, USC down Jordan right now? Madison was just but, at USC. Isn't USC and, a little? Don't you guys I mean, consider rough, USC a bit down? I, I definitely. But then my question though is, will Howard that much of an upgrade from Kyle McCord? I mean, look at their numbers. They're basically yeah. No, identical. I know. I honestly, this Will Howard, he's been the guy in the transfer portal, and I don't know. Does anyone have a strong sense of how good Will Howard is? I don't get it. It's so funny though because Kyle McCord ends up going to Syracuse. It's like that's not exactly well, McCord, same same as Ohio State. McCord was a huge letdown, and he's a Philly guy, so I'm, I mean that was a massive, massive letdown. Throwing behind guys left and right, he just was not threatening. No, I get it, but if like Will Howard. I don't think he was choosing between Ohio State and Cuse. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so there must the, the coaches must see a, a massive difference, even though the numbers wouldn't suggest exactly. that. Ohio State also has this core of receiver. Every year they get the number one receiver. So they have like five star receivers all over the place. USC's coming into the Big Ten. I think everyone thinks USC is going to 
they're not going to be good in the Big Ten. Is anyone into Lincoln Riley? You hate Lincoln Riley. Not well, hate Lincoln I don't Riley. Hate him. I, I yeah. think Lincoln Riley didn't do himself any favors because yeah. I think that I don't know if he did enough to try to quash any rumors that, you know, hey, would I ever want to go to the NFL or like, hey, how long am I going to coach? I know he said another decade, but still, it's like, don't give anyone the illusion that you're looking for some kind of exit. Yeah. I think the, the, um, I would say the donor base or whatever, the fan yeah. base at USC, I don't think they love him right now. No, but uh, I think that bowl game actually gave him a Obviously, Miller Moss yep. threw six touchdowns. I think he's a starter, probably a top five Heisman candidate. I, I think it's going to be good on offense. I just worry about that Big Ten transition for them. Can you picture them playing in cold weather? I don't know they, who they play this year, but uh, yeah, going, <laughs> going to Iowa, Nebraska, all these schools, just feels like it's going to slow down. Let's do some pro football. Dalvin Cook's now a member of the Ravens practice squad after clearing waivers. Baltimore still has the number one rushing attack in the league, but Gus Edwards averaging just 40 yards a game over the last seven weeks. Men's top 25 action. Number 10, Arizona pounded Colorado 97-50. That's their largest margin of victory in 26 years. And number 19, JMU is now 14-0 after a 68-61 win at Louisiana. Women's number one, South Carolina, cruised past Florida State, or just Florida, again, 89-66. That's 16 straight wins over the Gators. The NHL announced one all-star per team last night. Connor Bedard is the Chicago rep, making him the youngest all-star ever. He was then scoreless in his MSG debut, a 4-1 loss to the Rangers. That all-star game is the first weekend of February in Toronto. Guys, back to you. Hey, question. Uh, when Dalvin Cook runs in a touchdown in the Super Bowl, is that going to hurt Jets fans' feelings, or does they not even connect with Dalvin Cook? Not even connect with Dalvin Cook. Pass. Pass. Nobody cares? Because nope. is, isn't it funny that Dalvin Cook is probably going to get a ring? It doesn't make sense. You should only get half a ring. <laughs> you just joined right before when the team's already half. clinched. Can you just give him like a diamond? Like you know, <laughs> one of the diamonds from the ring? That shouldn't be allowed. That he doesn't get a ring. No, that, that, that a guy like that can get cut and then join a team in the last week of the regular season Don't and you, still qualify for the playoffs. Aren't you surprised it doesn't happen more often? Yeah, I yeah, actually, I, right. I, I saw this list of available free agents. Apparently, Indomitian Sue still wants to join a team, and it's week 18, and I want him on my team. This like, is what happens in some fantasy leagues where guys yeah. will say, hey, I'm done. I'll just cut some players so the guys playing in the playoffs can yeah. get guys, which is this is happening now in the NFL, which is crazy. How about Sebastian Joseph Day from the Chargers yeah. is now on the 49ers? <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? I mean, the NFL, you can sign with a team in the playoffs. Yes. We've had that happen before, too. So doing it now is not absurd at all. I know, but I'm just, it, it is crazy that it should, wouldn't you think it happened more? But I yeah, guess I know. Well, well I, I mean, it happened today. I, I'm curious if other teams add these veterans at the last second because a lot of teams are having injury problems. I just think it's a rule that needs to be adjusted. I would Why? say I agree. I mean, uh, so Dalvin Cook's unless it's an injury, washed. unless it's an injury, I don't think they should. It should be allowed. Yeah, uh, do I what? Mean, make your roster better? No, uh, look at all the other sports. There's some cutoff when when look at baseball. Yeah, there's a cutoff where hey, you playing you're on the roster, just joining the roster in September, you can't play in the playoffs. Yeah, there should be like a, a some type of, of rule where you can't just drop a guy or cut a guy just so he can go play somewhere else. Strong agree, I'm Pete. There. Also, mm, uh, let's go through our woo. You guys tang are too connected. It's names. getting awkward between you two. But... <laughs> I know. Well, we've realized that we are simpatico, uh, joined together by a love of Rick Moranis movies. Um, the Wu Tang. <laughs> <I> sale. <laughs> the Wu Tang name generator. This is something you need in your life. I thought I was the excitable, insane genius. Because aren't I? 
Now, according to the new Wu-Tang name generator, I am the annoying warlock. <laughs> and I shall heretofore be referred to as such. <laughs> Perloff, would you like to know your Wu name? Definitely. You are musty tough. <laughs> sounds, musty. Like a, sounds like a wrestler. <laughs> Bogish? Lay it on me. Okay. Hold on. Andrew Bogish. I just did this. Andrew Bogish. You are wacky Argus. Argus? Mm -hmm. Hi, Argus. Hmm. Right. EJ, what do you have? Fearless Mink. I love it. I'll take it. Pete? I am the Undo Leopard. Man, you guys are rocking <laughs> over on the other side of the glass. We're all annoying and wacky over here. You guys are cool. I'm fearless. Yeah. <laughs> I like a Undo Leopard. That's amazing. Yeah, that's Try. a good one. That's it one. doesn't really fit Pete, but <laughs> <laughs> look out. Here I come. Now, I used WuTangClan.net's name yeah. generator, and I got Guilt Yellow Peril for myself. Hmm. I don't know how that's any different. Would you like that or Wacky Argus? I don't, I, well, I need to know what Argus means, and then I'll get back to you. Is it Argus like a, a Greek thing? Is there a <laughs> ship or something? Or? You were the English major. I feel like you should know this. How about uh, we combine names? Argus Peril. Uh, Argus is a long-tailed pheasant, according to dictionary.com. Here we go. So I'm a you wacky were way pheasant. Off <laughs> um, it's I love it. It's majestic. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Argus is a definitely like a Greek mythology name too. Yeah. And then there's Argo with Ben Affleck. There is that. And there's Arliss <laughs> with uh, Robert Wolf, right. <laughs> friend of the show. And Arliss, yeah. <laughs> Say right. Argus, I think Suicide Squad. That's that's the that's the that's the Task Force X team that puts it together. Argus is the team. EJ's like the kind of person for a while that no matter what happened, they had like a Seinfeld quote for it, but instead yours is a comic book yep. reference. I mean, Everything applies in this world. I mean, Suicide Squad made, what, a billion dollars? Like, people watch that movie. It's terrible, but... We, my Robbie. daughter made me rewatch it over Christmas break. I just the Will Smith one. You're yes, about the, the Will first. Smith one's the one that's terrible. Will Smith is in one of these? Oh, my oh, God. Yes, he's he's so bad he's in awful. this. <laughs> Actually, he's not that bad, but the movie's a disaster. And so they redid the movie with the exact, totally different people, uh, and it was much better. The yes, second so, one was good, right? Yeah, the second one that James Gunn directing, the only one that was kept over was uh, Harley Quinn, um, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Margot Robbie, yeah. Who was awesome in that role. So my Bar daughter wanted to watch it, but she loved Barbie, and Margot Robbie was a star, and this is not Barbie. This is, <laughs> no, this is no, very this different. Is way what more tipped violent. you off when they called it Suicide Squad? <laughs> yeah, that was just some <laughs> other thing. Yeah, I think it was I'm a like, comedy. I'm, I'm sitting there watching with her. I'm like, is this violence level appropriate for a 13-year-old? <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, I don't think so. 855-212-4CBS. Bogus, thank you so much. I'm sorry, Wacky Argus. 855-212-4227. Coming up, uh, what's at stake for the Cowboys beyond just the NFC East? We've got that for you next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You know that music? You know it's time for a cowboy quickie. Here's something from C.D. Lamb. Perloff, you've heard of him? Oh, unfortunately, yes. (laughs) He seems to like playing against my Philadelphia Eagles. He says he wants to be the league's highest paid receiver. Ideally, yeah, for sure. Um, At the end of it all, obviously, once again, I got a goal in mind, and that's to get a ring. So at the end of that, then we'll start talking about everything else. So I'm going to focus on this, and then we'll get on that. Okay. Listen, I think he's lined himself up here pretty nicely. Yeah. If you want to know about wide receiver in terms of who gets paid the most, let's talk about total cash. You're looking at Devontae Adams, number one, Tyreek Hill, two, Stephon Diggs, three, DJ Moore, four, and Chris Godwin, five. And these are all guys <laughs> who are making between $20 million and $26.5 million. Yeah, so he should pass probably all those guys because they're all old now so and what's jefferson's deal i can't remember well they have to get to a new deal there you get okay Amari so Cooper obviously is also a, a 25 uh 23 and a half million. yeah so it feels like the quarterback market he cd's next i mean i think cd of the younger slightly younger generation it's him and justin jefferson and jamar chase definitely he's gonna get paid i mean he should be paid he's the entire offense right now that's your cowboy quickie why do you guys double, double, I, I heard this at the Lions double team less than any team in the league. I, you don't have to be a defensive coordinator to figure out. Uh oh, CD Lamb is killing us. How come they did not spend more energy on? Why? Do, why do people not double team CD Lamb? Doesn't feel like there's another player on the Cowboys who's going to burn you. I, I get. Is that a healthy respect for Brandon Cooks? I have no idea. But yeah. you're right. It feels like you know you have two two things here. Either cover everyone else and just let CD lamb go mm. off or is it cover CD lamb and you're worried about other guys killing you? I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're playing the Cowboys in the playoffs, you have to have a CD lamb plan. Everybody else. I would let that. I'd be Belichick. Take out your best player. Yep. Double team CD lamb, put your top corner on the other guy and just hope for hope for success. Okay. So who are yeah. going to be, let's think about what's going on for the Cowboys here. This is really more of an off season topic. We've got more pressing things for the Cowboys. They are in a win and you win the yeah. NFC East game this weekend against the Washington Commanders. We'll get to that. We'll get to what a playoff run does for Mike McCarthy or if a playoff exit, what would he, what would that do for Mike McCarthy? We've got a lot of Cowboys stuff going on in the immediate, but just for a second, the long term, how many highest paid players is this team going to have soon? You could have (laughs) Dak Prescott, uh, not total contract, but maybe per year, he might be the highest paid depending on how this postseason goes. You could have uh, Micah Parsons, (laughs) <laughs> Do we think he could be the highest paid and C.D. Lamb? I mean, Parsons is the first guy to make the highest paid. I think Dak yeah, Prescott... also got a left tackle coming down the pipeline who's been playing very well, who's going to get paid soon. Uh, I, I think the... 
I think basically Dak will take a team friendly long deal. You're going to commit to Dak for life, like uh, Patrick Mahomes. You're going to give him a long deal that you can work around. I know that sounds weird that you're committing to Dak for life, but you are. Let's face it. They're never moving on from him. I think you kick the can down the road. Jerry Jones is 81. He is not going to think about what the cap looks like in five years. He's going to structure this to win now. You don't think Jerry thinks he's living forever? All that Johnny Walker blue? I mean, he's basically, it's like just formaldehyde in there. Like, he's just, he's like going to keep him forever. And Uh, Whataburger. (laughs) The thing about McCarthy, you and I will get into this uh, a little bit more, but McCarthy also, I think, has a lot at stake. We... This is something where, on paper, you look at a coach who's turning in double-digit wins. However, if the Cowboys somehow have a big flame-out in the postseason, say they lose in the first round or they get crushed in the second round, (laughs) lose at home in a really embarrassing way, I mean, you've already fired Kellen Moore, so you can't push him around anymore. Dan Quinn is above reproach with the defense. It's not crazy to me to think that Mike McCarthy could be out if they have an embarrassing playoff exit. Yeah, that's funny. It was such an off-season topic. And I can't actually I can't remember where we came in on it. If they're 12 and 5 again, which is so funny. You know they they in the last 30 years they've repeated the record three times in a row, four times now. They do the same thing. If they're 12 and 5 again and McCarthy flames out, are they going to move on from him? Coming into the season that seemed very possible. Now I think McCarthy is just really made himself uh, much safer. I think he's one of the hotter coaches in the league. I think people are respecting Mike McCarthy for the job he's done this year. It's amazing. I don't know why, well, but I feel like he's a, at a whole new level. We get Big Dave in Kentucky, longtime Cowboy fan, said, called in yesterday and said, if they don't do it this year, he's done. Mm. I, I think Mike McCarthy is 100% feeling it. And I think it all depends on, honestly, like how it looks. Like, if it's miscommunication, Mike McCarthy, even still with that Lions game, he had questionable decisions. Like, you can always count on Mike McCarthy for one or two boneheaded plays per game. If there's something like this that happens in embarrassing fashion, I think that matters. Like, how this looks matters for the Dallas Cowboys in this playoff run. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, and it probably, this probably will happen. The Cowboys actually don't look very good right now. There's something is a little off. Pollard is not running effectively at all. The and the offensive line they've had injuries, so I, I think there's always excuses. And the other thing too is I, now you're firing you're firing another coach. Who is gonna who's gonna take over? Well, at, as EJ said, Billy Bill B. Belichick. Bill Belichick, Belichick will be seven and eleven with that team, or seven, how many games are there? Seven and ten. <laughs> Bill Belichick is not the answer for that team right now. Wherever Bill Belichick goes after this season, I believe he'll make the playoffs. Anyway, Mike McCarthy, 855-212-4CBS. Could he be on the hot seat if this playoff run goes sideways? Maggie and Perloff, again, 855-212-4CBS. Join us in the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, or tell your smart speaker, play CBS Sports Radio. No, I don't want a championship. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.